Good afternoon. It's 420. You know what that means. It's time for some stoner logic. Good afternoon. My name is Tim. I'll be providing that stoner logic. Uh, just to let you know, uh, I have indulged this afternoon. I had some grassroots souffle mini buds. Very good at a uh, 24.18 contents of THC. Since nobody's sending me any samples or anything to promote for them. But anyhow, I understand that. I appreciate the 15 listeners that I have. I do appreciate that. Um, so let's get started. Today's uh, episode is going to be called M-O-M-S. Yeah, that's right. Moms. reason I'm doing that is uh, we all have a mom. We all have a mom. Uh, you can't you can't say that you know you've got eighteen birth moms. There's no way we all have a mom. There's all sorts of moms out there, but you know we're we're talking about your mom. So I'm going to talk about my mom, and the reason I'm going to is because today's her birthday. Happy birthday, mom! She's in between. 87 and 89 maybe but it doesn't matter she's 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 a horse i'm telling you my mom's a horse she does not let the grass grow under her feet she's always doing something that scares me and uh you know i'll, I'll call her up and I, I, I try to call her every day. Sometimes when she's mad at me, she won't pick up the phone. Um, but anyhow, um, my brother's there. He he makes sure. But anyhow, so I call my mom every day. And like I said, I call one day and I said, Mom, what you doing? She's, oh, I'm outside pressure washing the the back. I'm like, Mom, you don't need to be out there with a pressure washer. Now, this was within the last year. And, uh, I mean, this woman, like I said, she she's a horse. She's, well, I'm only doing like a 10 by 10 area. And then I stop. I go, okay, whatever. Where, you know, don't be climbing any ladders. You know, of course, don't worry about it. But that that's my mom. Happy birthday. Strong, strong, strong. My childhood, look... My mom was like a mama bear. She had four of us that she was raising and uh, with my, my father. and But she was doing most of the raising. He was working. She was working, but she was working. I mean, she'd go up to the schools and do paper drives. Now, for those of you who don't know what a paper drive is, it was where we collected newspapers or went around to neighborhoods and, co and collected newspapers and bound them up and we would take them to the school or our parents would because and then whatever class got the most paper I guess got a monetary something I mean you know but I mean we're talking about in the rain bundles of friggin newspaper my brother and I were you know it, it was incredible because we were at that time but you know, and then, then she'd work all night. She'd come up and she'd come to the school and she'd 
do snow cone day or something and they would sell snow cones to help raise the money i was a patrol boy so you know they were trying to raise money for us to go on a trip or whatever so yeah my mom look she was hard but break of light we were out the door as long as we were home by dusk she was good and i mean we'd come home with mud and i mean it was <laughs> it was a good childhood good childhood so you know that that's what i remember about my mom and and like i said and then when we got to adolescence it's got even worse uh i think i mentioned on one of my uh episodes on maybe pets or something it was i think we my, my brother and i had probably around 28 turtles at one time and i'm talking about different types of turtles and she allowed that and we had stray dogs we would go and find a dog and bring it home with us if it was not you know they didn't have leash laws back then so you know god bless her she, <laughs> she thank you mom i appreciate that oh and then when we got to our adolescent days my older brother he was a hippie I was, uh, all right, let me slip under the radar. He's causing all the friction, and I can skip between it and maybe get away with it. And and that, that was true for a while. I mean, they, they went out of town, and my brother goes, we're painting the room black. I beg your pardon. We're painting the room black. And we painted the room black, took the door off, put beads up, uh, had stop signs, had black lights. He put up his his Jimi Hendrix posters and his, uh, you know, stuff like that. I mean, lava lamps. I mean, we went full out. And they came home and, and took it reasonably well. Now, you've got to, I, I don't think I, I brought this up about my mom or, or my dad either, but they were only about 20 years older than me. So when I was 10, they were 30. Think about that. I had probably the youngest parents growing up. And, and my mom would, would be considered a MILF. And you all know what that means, a MILF. She was, she, my mom looked like a movie star. She really did. And uh, they were cool with the, with the room being black and all the black lights and the you know the strobe lights and crap we had in there in fact when they had parties they would bring people in to see our room so that they, they let us they let us um express ourselves to a point you know no harm no foul when we had to paint it back to a normal color we paid hell for that but anyhow so yeah, my my mom was was always like that, you know. And and like I said, there's different moms. You have stepmoms. I mean, anybody's got a stepmom. I know you got the wicked stepmoms, and you got the great stepmoms. I think most stepmoms who become a stepmom are trying to do the best they can with what the situation is. Now, if they bring their own kids along, and then I think that creates more havoc. But you know, if you're young enough and you get a stepmom and, you know, they treat you like a mom or even a better mom than the mom you got, you're still a mom. You got aunts that, you know, have to step in, become moms. You got cousins that try to mother you. And if we want to get to the word mother, you know, we've got, we got a lot of words there, too, that we could use. 
There's all sorts of mothers out there. So, you know, we, we, uh, we try to do what we can. Over in England, they got mums. I got my mum. I don't, I don't understand that. But, you know, like I said, we, we got, oh, my, my son told me not to say, you know, like I said, so sorry about that. But I mean, moms take you to soccer and swimming and and, and gymnastics. You know, uh, that's that's what kids do now. You know, of course, mom usually was the transportation, driving you to football practice, baseball practice, whatever you had to get done. You know, and it's a different world today. I mean. Now my daughter is a mother. <laughs> I told her, I said, the easy part's having them, the hard part's raising them. So, you know, that, that's one thing, you know, that all moms have to do is try to raise their kids. And like I said, you give mom a bear and they will protect their, their cub. I mean, look at, look, you know, mama bear don't take nothing, no, no questions, whatever. Um, growing up, I got in some trouble and, and things like that, but my mom was always there for me. She was always there on my back. You know, she always believed me. You know, it couldn't have been all his fault. And, you know, most of the time it probably wasn't, but there were times maybe it was. But she always believed in me. She always believed and stood up for me. I got suspended for two weeks for some stuff, and uh, we'll talk about that at a different stage of the show not on this one but she came to my defense she went up there with the other kid's mom and she goes look you know they were just showing school spirit you know blah 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 well she didn't know the whole story and I think the principal kind of kept stuff from her but so they settled for instead of two weeks suspension I think we only had to do a week but uh, she wouldn't tell my father that I got suspended because he didn't put up with that horse crap, but he was pretty cool too. Like I said, he, he understood, you know, boys will be boys. But um, she'd make me get up and act like I'm going to school. I mean, I would leave the house, let's put it that way. And I would have to wait until about 8.30 and make sure my father was gone to go to work. So I would normally get back to their house about nine o'clock. And so I would go over and this was my, my school year and in the fall and homecoming, I got suspended during that. So I couldn't go to homecoming. I couldn't go to the, the dance or any of that stuff. We couldn't do any of that. We were suspended, but we were building a float to be in the parade. And I was in this this uh, high school club. And um, so I'd go there in the morning and see what was done on the float since I wasn't going to get to be in the, and going to the activities. And of course, <laughs> there's probably 30, it's, it's, a, it's a float. There's 30 guys in this club. They're drinking beer. They're not working on this float. There's nothing on this float. 
and of course, coming that Friday, we're going to have the the homecoming and all that stuff. So we we decide to go out and borrow a uh, a toilet from a golf course, and of course, it was closed, so it was nighttime. But so we we borrowed that and we put it up on the the trailer part and had a thing there. And so a, a, another guy came out and had a mannequin's arm. So we put, we put the arm coming out of the toilet and then put a symbol of the um, rival school that we were going to play um, in the hand. And then did that, and of course they didn't let us put that in the float. That was back when, you know, if you didn't have short hair, you didn't play football. Needless to say, I didn't play football. But anyhow, that's what my mom would have me do. So I would go home every day around nine o'clock in the morning and she wouldn't let me lay around the house. She put my ass to work. She'd put me out and say, I want you to pull these weeds out of here and get this cleaned up and bye, bye, bye. And uh, so that's what I did for a week. I worked in the yard until it was time for me to go to work. And then I was able to take a shower and do that. So... Yeah, thank you, Mom, because now I love weeding. You know how I, I like my, my uh, yard and everything. So, you know, you, you instilled that into me. So, um, But you learn different things from different people, different, you know, people have different lifestyles. I've had my best buddy that was with me during all this. His mom probably reacted a little differently. And I really believe that was because... She might have been a little older and had experienced this before. My parents are, like I said, uh, 20 years older than I am. So when I'm 15, they're 35, 36, 16, 17. You see what I'm getting at? Or other people's parents might have been 40, 42, you know. So that's why I even waited to be older before I even started wanting children, thinking I would be more mature well that didn't work out very well either but that's another story in itself and i can't wait to tell those but we're talking about moms today and uh like i said y'all have different ways that y'all were brought up and i i hope you have fond memories because you know i'm watching my daughter raise her she's a she's a single mom at the time um and She's doing a really good job. So, and it, and it makes me proud when she she tells my granddaughters, well, your grandfather, when I was growing up, this is what he made me do, or this is what your grandmother made me do, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. So, you know, grandma passes along down to, there's another mom, grandmom, uh, grandma. They call her Mo Mo. Uh, 
you know, passing down those traits so that the next generation can do. And I've noticed different things that my daughter does in raising her children. Um, and I also noticed things that are important to her that were important to her mother and I. So, you know, so then you got, you know, your cousins who try to act like a mother to you, you know, especially when you're younger. They heard you around at the picnics and when you have the pool parties, they're in charge. They think they're little mothers. There's, they're mothers in training or mothers in waiting, I guess. You know, those are your cousins that are put in charge of you because you're younger than them. You know, they, they do the babysitting. If you have cousins and they're older and they kind of mix around together, trust me, it's, it's one of those things where they think they're in charge. They're mothers in waiting, trust me. I know this for a fact. The thing about this COVID thing with these moms is that's something they had to to endure that we didn't. It was called the flu when I was growing up, and we're not going to get into that. But the COVID thing was, I mean, shutting schools down, blah, blah, blah. They didn't shut schools down when we got the measles. They didn't shut schools down when we got the mumps. And I mean, one kid would get them and everybody would get them in your class. Trust me. Heck, my, you know, the, the things that, you know, moms put up with back then that moms have to deal with now are, are kind of similar. Because like I said, when you got single moms and you got to work, it don't matter that you got a kid that's sick. You can't send them to school. And especially with this COVID stuff that, you know, we had to endure and these new moms, the new generation moms, that's what we'll call the, the new generation moms. You know, uh, whole different lifestyle. Having to teach, they had to become teachers also. They're having to do all that. So moms are very important. Like I said, we're celebrating my my mom's eighty uh, seventh, eighty ninth birthday, and that's meant out of respect. So when you hear this, mom, oh yeah, my mom listens to my podcast. She's crazy. She's one of my twenty listeners. So. You know, I'm trying to build that up, trying to get to 25. And the only way I can get that is if somebody tells somebody, you know, hey, this guy, he rambles a lot, but he says some things that are true. And he says some things that make me reflect on life. I'm telling you this because generations go from, you know, one to another, as you well know, duh. Um, so this mom thing, it'll keep filtering down. The mom thing. And like I said, I, I believe most moms are, are trying to do the best they can. And sometimes they fail. You know, <laughs> there were no, no instructions that came with you. I already said, look, it's easier to make you than it is to raise you. And there was no instructions. And you learn a lot on your own. And even when people tell you stuff and it goes awry, you know, but moms are there. Moms have solutions. Dads kind of get frustrated a lot. 
Uh, but moms have to, you know, be there when the when the daughter breaks up with her boyfriend for the first time, or the the son doesn't win a game or whatever. My son was used to not winning games. He was on some bad teams, but anyhow. But moms are there. Moms are there. They're there, like I said, snow cone day, selling snow cones. My 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 wife, you know, during all the stuff that my kids were involved in. And that's the thing also. You got to keep these kids busy. Busy, busy, busy. That way, you know, happy wife, happy life. Usually your wife is the mom, hopefully, of your children, if not stepchildren, whatever. You want to keep her happy. Whether her title is wife, mom, whatever. She has so many different hats. We got to keep her happy. So just remember that going forward that your mother, hey, you're only going to get one mother. You're going to get different moms, neighbor. Like I said, you're going to get different moms, but you're only going to have one mother. Mom, happy birthday. I love you. Thanks for listening. This was Stoner Logic and can't wait to talk to you again.